0: New year, new me. I think it's time we get it going. It's a show by Chris and Neil with all. and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of all ages, welcome to a new episode of Movies That Don't Suck and Some Do. My name's Neil. And I'm Chris. And today we got two, count them, two movies that we're going to review. Uh, the first week of the new year right now, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's yeah. 2024, we, yeah, yeah. I
1: didn't think we'd make it. <laughs> I mean, not, <laughs> yeah. I just, I'm not saying about the show, I'm thinking about like all of us, but here we are.
0: Here we are having a good time. Yep, nothing but a good time. Nothing. How but- can I resist? You know. <laughs> so now Chris is going to talk dirty to me.
1: Uh, I mean, uh, first we should talk about the movies that we're going to be talking about today. Oh, okay. Yeah yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. 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 All right. The two movies that we're going to be um, uh, talking about today is uh, two big ones that are out there that people are having a lot of back and forth on <laughs> on all of these movies. All right now, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It's like a war out there yeah. about uh, these two movies. The mm-hmm. first one is the R-rated or the PG-13, R-rated Star Wars movie yeah. by Zack Snyder, mm-hmm. Rebel Moon Part One, A Child of Fire, featuring the one and only Sophia Potella Delphine,
2: you are not as well disguised as you may think. I know who you are. You're Lorraine Broughton, MI6, and you're here because of the death of Gascoigne. What do you know about Gascoigne?
0: Nothing. But if someone is killing Allied officers, shouldn't we all care? Whatever's in that list has people willing to kill for it.
1: Who else in this? Oh he this one. And that was from Real I don't know was the... That's from Atomic the Blonde, other... by the way. She was in Atomic
0: Blonde for a little bit. What's going on?
1: That the the, the clip we played was from Atomic Blonde.
0: I know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's you know, it was whole heart. She's been in so many movies, mm-hmm. but she's always like a side character, or a back character, mm-hmm. or like a kick-ass character mm-hmm. that just doesn't talk. That was the most talking I could find of her in any movie that mm-hmm. she was in in a row. Uh, also, in this movie, uh, you would know him from everything from what? Marvel movies to Blood Diamond. To uh, Grand Jamin Turismo? Hatsu. Oh, yeah, Grant Turismo. Totally forgot about that. Jamin Hatsu.
2: The cows wait for you. Anbabu. The wild dog who wants no one but you. Hmm? I know they made you do bad things. But you're not a bad boy. I am your father, who loves you,
0: and you will come home with me and be my son again.
1: That's from Wood Diamond.
0: I know. I I, I was like, man, I was going to do the uh, Star-Who? You know, (laughs) Star-Lord from Guardians of the
1: Galaxy, but I was like, let's go get a roll. uh, Oh, my gosh.
0: And also in this movie, <laughs> be do na That's how you pronounce it.
1: Oh, you have to... Yeah.
2: Last time we were here, we both felt trapped. You were afraid of going to prison. Now I miss it. You wanted so badly to see your father. And you felt like you were making a terrible mistake. We've switched places, which means, in a way, we're in the same place. Is there a way out of this?
1: Or is this just how life always feels? So that's from Sense8.
0: I loved Sense8. That was one of my favorite shows. Like that, that's where everybody could use everybody else's abilities and stuff like that. Yeah. Ah, it was so cool. Did you watch
1: Sense8? I didn't watch Sense8. I, I, I do. I got so much shit to watch. It's Stupid. I go upstairs. Yeah. I well, know. I mean, that came out like three years. I know, ago. I know. So I mean,
0: I, I get, yeah. So pretty- at any time you have a chance, it is a cool little okay. show, <laughs> yeah. especially when they all start figuring it all out. Um, also, in this uh, movie is Francis himself. Add screen.
2: <laughs> but if you think superhuman powers are acquired painlessly... Wrong. <coughs> I'm injecting you with a serum that activates any mutant genes lurking in your DNA. For it to work, we need to subject you to extreme stress. <coughs> You've heard the whole... make an omelet break some eggs right? But well, I'm about to hurt you, Wade. I was a patient here once myself, you know. The treatment affects everyone differently. It made Angel inhumanly strong. In my case, it enhanced my reflexes. It also scorched my nerve endings so I no longer feel pain. And in fact, I no longer feel anything.
1: It's from Deadpool, obviously. Deadpool.
0: Yes, because it's Francis. (laughs) Yes, Francis.
1: AJ, and this movie, sounds made up. I'll talk about his character when we get to this movie. <laughs> Dude,
0: we'll talk about all that when we get to it. And the one, the only, so good that he got a show for like nine years that was based on a character of his. But one of my favorite characters from the gentleman, Mr. Charlie
2: Hanum. I don't build a joint like the Americans in the new school. Backstrapping, jockstrapping, coke wrapping, all that bollocks. I like a good old fashioned 50 50 mix, me. That's how we used to play. There's one thing I will never understand, it's why you lot get addicted to heroin. There's one drug you should not chase, it is the dirty dragon. Did you ever give it a spin, Bunny? Nah, not me, Ray. I don't even puff anymore. Of course not. Bunny likes the gym. You can probably see that. What are you benching these days? Three wheels aside. What about you, Brown?
1: What about me? What could I lift? You couldn't lift a wheel of cheese. You can't. I'm <laughs> from the gentleman. Uh, yeah, and that's. I,
0: that is like one of my favorite characters in like all of cinema is Charlie Hannam's character. I remember the, I woman.
1: think two years ago uh, when they came out, that was your number one film of the year.
0: Yeah, dude, I freaking love that movie. Yeah. I still to this day, it's it's like it's like Snatch or The Boondock Saints to me. It's yeah. like one of those movies that I just can watch. Like I can watch it and then just start it over
2: again.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, like, it's a prime guy Ritchie. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's a good movie. All right. Um, Then the second movie, of course, that everybody's been arguing about this week. And I'm telling you guys, if you go on the Internet, these two movies are like the two movies. Everybody's on one side of the Mm -hmm. fence or the complete other Mm -hmm. on these. And uh, this one is Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Facing the one, the only, the most beautiful man to probably ever walk the earth. Besides like what? He's right there with like Ryan Reynolds. Johnny Depp, like, if you look in his eyes, he might be able to steal you. The one and only Jason Momoa.
2: But I did not come here because I thought I was worthy. I know I'm not. You understand me? I do. No mortal has conversed with me since King Atlan. Who I You, I'm nobody I came because I have no choice I came to save my home And the people that I love I came because the Trident is their only hope And if that's not good enough
1: Then screw you Yeah, from Aquaman From the first Aquaman yeah, of
0: course I did it for for Man. That's it. All right. Uh, also starring with him, uh, playing his brother, the Ocean Master, the man who is now basically the master of horror because everything from Insidious to the complete Conjuring in- universe. Uh,
1: so uh, whatever. What, what I said. I feel like he's been in
0: like nine hundred and forty-two horror movies in the last three years, Mister Patrick Wilson.
1: Everyone's white dad.
0: Father Gordon called. He's got a case he wants us to look into. I said I'd go check it out myself. Lorraine, myself. I'm going with
1: you. I
2: know you're worried it's gonna happen again.
0: Yeah, I am. I really am.
2: Maybe it's just time we take a break.
0: Write that book.
2: Do you remember what you said to me on our wedding night?
0: Can we do it again?
2: After that, <laughs> you said that God brought us together for a reason, right? I'm pretty sure it's not to write a
0: book.
1: So, yeah, that's from um, The Conjuring, I think the first
0: one. The first, Yes, yes it is from the first Conjuring. You are correct. Mm. You know your movie, sir. Yeah,
1: yes, I do. That's <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> and uh also in this movie now, um, uh, let me see if I get this one correct.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Yahihah Abdul Mateen the Second. Is that right? I, I don't know. <laughs> yep, that is correct. Okay. I'm listening to it right now.
2: All the explanation you need. oh. Uh, yeah. No, 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 oh, whoa, no, whoa. What do you mean, no? You wanted this, you did this, this was your idea. <laughs> it was a test. An experiment. An experiment? You put me in a tiny mold, left me to bang my head till I nearly lost my searching for you as an experiment. The exit's breaking down. He hasn't taken the pill.
1: What? There's no time.
2: I know, I know, he's, he's having a moment. Does he know how hard it was to hack that mirror? still open this,
1: this can't be real so yeah that's uh, not not Morpheus from uh, Matrix uh, what the New revolution Revolutions it yes that was Matrix Revolutions yeah we okay. yeah, he played, he played Morpheus but they could have just gotten just for to do it right like
0: it's like they fucked up somehow we're like okay nobody, nobody would have cared yeah. nobody cared also, one of, the, one of my favorite comedians and actors, Mr. Randall Park. Yes, I pee and the poo. So you have a butthole? I've got a butthole, and it's working overtime. You are awesome. You know, this is so weird. You are like the coolest guy. But a lot of people say that you're batshit crazy. They're not wrong. I'm 31 years old. The fact that I'm running a country is a batshit crazy. What am I to do when 24 million people look to me as their leader, their God? What am I to do when my father's dying wish was for me to carry his torch?
1: So that's from uh, the interview. You know, rental park is the very-
0: interview. The movie that got banned from the movie theater before <laughs> it even got to theater. I love it. And then they put it out on streaming somewhere, yeah. like right away. Yeah. I think it was like the yeah. next day. Was it on Netflix yeah, or something yeah. like that yeah, as soon that was, as it got banned. It's funny. Yeah, it's a funny movie. Well, it's it's a very funny movie. Yeah. It's where Eminem comes out gay.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what, what? He goes, I thought it was pretty obvious. <laughs> <laughs> and then, the last but not least, the one, the great, the only. She's been making movies since 1982. Mrs. she's still gorgeous. Na- yeah, and <laughs> Mrs. Nicole Kidman. A girl can't live by psychosis alone. It's the car,
2: right? Chicks love the car.
0: <laughs> what is it about the wrong kind of man?
1: In grade school, it was guys with earrings. College... Motorcycles, leather jackets,
2: now, oh, black rubber. Try firemen, less to take off.
0: I don't mind the work. Pity I can't see behind the mask.
2: We all wear masks.
0: My life's an open book, you read?
1: Yeah, it's from Batman Forever. Um,
0: the greatest Batman movie of all time. Now it's
1: just weird that they, 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 he's a, playing the saxophone in the background. It's like really just like you just wants you just wants to fuck Batman, and, don't <laughs> to
0: and then an old man comes and ruins it. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> the next scene is Jordan is Gore, Commissioner Gordon coming. So that's Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Now, guys, if you've if you've ever watched the podcast before. Or listen to podcasts before. I always do a little segment at the end, a little spoiler that gives a bunch of the spoiler things. It's not that big this time, to be honest. I think I only got a few things, because uh, we'll talk about that when the movie, we talk about yeah. the movie. Uh, <laughs> and, um, but uh,
1: you guys want to get a hold of us, right? We should talk about where you're at moviesdon'tsuck.net, where Facebook.com slash using the so podcast. or on X at TS Podcast and Instagram at TS Podcast. We are on W2Mnet.com. That's W number two, mnetcom Find us there along with a bunch of other really cool podcasts. Uh, we're, and next week, we'll be talking to one of the uh, main people as a guest for the best of 2023. Also, uh, we're on Patreon, Patreon.com slash Don't Suck. We're on in the bonfire. Go to bonfire.com slash so do You'll find shirts with our logo on it, and our name, and faces, and other cool stuff Neil has made. And if you guys want to get a hold of us, we're infomoveson.net, uh, movesonsuckpodcast@gmail.com, and where you find podcasts, you can find us. Moves on Suck. It's something to do. Neil, are we talking about small business
0: today, dude? We're going to talk about. Okay, so all the time we talk about our favorite, uh-huh. one of our favorite movie theaters, and which is North in uh, Kansas City. It's a legendary movie theater, mm-hmm. Greenland Armor. We talk about the it's place. Just, all it's the it's, it's my altar, <laughs> like, right? Yeah. So like. I was looking around town here where I live in Tulsa, Oklahoma, mm-hmm. and I found that we have something very similar to Screenland. It's called the Circle Cinema. Mm. Oh, yeah. Now, I've, I've, Circle, I know about the Circle Cinema, absolutely. Circle Cinema has been around since 1928, and it, it was. Uh, Across the Atlantic, it was a true neighborhood movie house with kids and families lined up to see the latest silent films, serials, and cartoons. It's location on Lewis and Avenue, um, just south of Admiral, right off of Route 66, has been there. And it went from 1928 to 1932. It is like one of the non-profit movie theaters. So... Circle Cinema's mission. Their mission is to use film to foster understanding and appreciation of diversity of the human experience and to create community amongst the viewers and the restored historic Circle As part of their meeting mission, that meeting mission, they seek to provide a safe, welcoming, and exclusive environment where community members with diverse views and experiences can come together to enjoy films, events, and other programming. They have events all the time. There, they have. Um, they have like screenings. Uh, Sundance Film uh, always has some of their films played at the theater. It is like on the wall here. All these posters are autographed. Those are all from like uh, different premieres they had there. Like the new Nightmare one is signed by <laughs> yeah. Wes Craven.
1: Yes, yeah. I, I,
0: I I've, I've, I've went up to it and just stared at it for like <laughs> hours. I was just like, "Yeah, can I steal that?" No.
1: Okay, so this place plays a lot of art house films, really right? like, like, Yes, a,
0: lo- a lot of art house films, but they do play the they do play the the big names still. Yeah. They'll yeah. have them in these little theaters, and the thing is, man, it's so comfortable and everybody's so nice. Yeah. It's just like everybody's so nice. So like when, <laughs> it's, like, like
1: when it comes to this place, including you know, you can tell the people that run these places love movies, and so it's just like yes. you're not there they're there to. You know, to bring your community together, I, I'd like to go to Circle City next time, like to Tulsa, just to experience that place in person because I, I know about it, and uh, it's just yeah. I mean, I'm sure you've seen many uh, movies that I, yeah, forced you to watch <laughs>
0: there, and um, yeah, it's, a- um, yeah. So you can go see foreign films, you can go see artsy films, you can go see original filmmakers, Oklahoma filmmakers, yeah. including students, um, literally and you can go donate to them because they are a non-profit. They don't they're not sitting, they're not in here for the money. So like literally you can find information about them at www.circlesinema.org or you can go to Facebook and on Facebook, it is uh, Facebook.com forward slash Circle Cinema. Seriously, one of the most historic ones. Like, they even have outsiders viewings with the <laughs> actors from the outsiders. Like, uh, if you go look for them, it's great. Circle Cinema, go look them up. Go help out. Local Cinema is still a thing. Please, if you don't help out our local cinema, help out your local cinema. Find your local cinemas that aren't major movie chains. Go support these uh, old for, theaters. For just send them us. We'll talk about them. Yeah, dude and, and, and go see these guys Go see a movie there yeah. Go see anything
1: go, Yeah, go to the movies uh, And But you know what I think it was time to talk about? I think it's time to talk, talk about a movie That wasn't in cinemas <laughs> It was on Netflix We're talking about Real Moon Part 1 Directed by uh, uh, Real Moon Part 1, A Child of Fire Directed by Snacks Zack Snyder He's directed such things as uh, 300, Dawn of the Dead Uh Justice League, the, the Snyder Cut, Army of the Dead, and uh, and Man of Steel, Sucker Punch, Watchmen. All that stuff, you guys don't know who Zack Snyder is? You don't watch comic movies like me, like me and Neil do. Um, this is written by Zack Snyder, Kurt Johnston, and Shea Hedden. This stars Sophia Boutella as Cora. Delphine. Also, Jimon Hansu as Titus.
2: The cows wait for you.
1: Ed Screen as Atticus Noble.
2: But if you think superhuman powers are acquired painlessly.
1: Babe Duna as Nemesis. Last time we were here, we both were trapped. Uh, also, and finally, Charlie Hunnam as Kai. I don't build
2: a joint like the Americans in the New School.
1: This also stars Michael Huseman as Gunner, Ray Fisher as Darian Bloodaxe. Anthony Hopkins is the voice of Jimmy the Robot and uh, a bunch of other people. Oh, Carrie Elwes as the king. I want you to go, yeah. go to the story, storyline for this one.
0: When a peaceful settlement on the edge of a distant moon finds itself threatened by the armies of a tyrannical ruling force. Korra, a mysterious stranger living among the villagers, becomes their best hope for survival. Tasked with founding trained fighters who will unite with her in making an impossible stand against the Mother World, Korra assembles a small band of warriors, outsiders, enskins, peasants, and orphans of war from different worlds who share a common need for redemption and revenge. As the shadow of the entire realm bears down on the unlikeliness of moons a battle over the fate of the galaxy wage and in the process a new army of heroes is formed
1: so neil i'm, I'm confused a little bit about this because i thought i thought they the new star wars movies actually start with star wars at the
0: beginning of it <laughs> now, um i would like to say that but this was not star wars no
1: all. not at all so the thing and is, this is you have, go ahead So uh, I'm going to just say one sentence or things and we'll get deeper into it. But this is like Star Wars and Avatar if the lead characters are super uninteresting.
0: that's Now, I love that you gave the Avatar reference (laughs) because that's the thing. Um, Zack Snyder is one of the most, like if you put on a Zack Snyder film, you know it's Zack Snyder. Yeah, which is... is Besides Wes Anderson, I think he is the most visually... A visually known new director yeah. in the last couple decades. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, you can tell it's a Zack Snyder film. But that, that works
1: to his to his detriment and benefit in this one, I think.
0: Yes, there are scenes in this movie that are just some of the most beautiful things oh, that you've gorgeous. ever seen. It's gorgeous. Like, um, and, and characters that look great. <laughs> everything looked great. That there's some bad CG parts. I'm not gonna talk and, and about it. And also the, sex.
1: The, also he was also big on using slow-mo and almost fucking everything. Even parts that you, you don't need slow-mo at.
0: And there's right. but there are also some really good um, really good like here. This is right here. Yeah. This griffin looks or I don't know if you call it a griffin or what, whatever if he has a special yeah. name for. It. Yeah. But this is like literally looks beautiful. But then you get to the part where the guy's got tentacle porn going on. (laughs) And, like, those just look so half-assy. I don't think I got the tentacle porn. Did I get the tentacle porn? No. But but, but some of these visuals are just – look at this. The visuals are just to die for. And, yeah, I want to know more about these people back there. But the thing is – I want to know more about the people that are in the fucking movie, man. This felt like a big montage.
1: Like, like you're just so yeah. bitch. I'm in. And the problem is, I don't think the characters, they, one, they didn't make them interesting enough for us, or they didn't know them at all. I think the only character I found interesting was Darian
0: Axe, You know, like. <laughs> and uh, uh, not just Darian Axe, um, But we don't get, okay, not once that I have to fight to get somebody to come with them
1: mm,
0: I like um the general guy uh titus mm-hmm. um he is like i'm done with war and she just goes well we're gonna go fight yeah yeah yeah. She, okay
1: like, i'm not done he, with he, war he's like he's like, like uh, oh. a, a bath and in a beer and like, to t- to- to- he's like okay but like yeah it was it was two and a half hours which uh i guess two hours 13 minutes and the, the, I know there's an R-rated cut coming out, whenever I be. But we talked about this before when you make a movie and it comes out the world, it shouldn't be good. We don't need a second cut to cut for it to be good.
0: Want be good, right? One of- no. And this is why uh, Netflix probably got him because Zack Snyder's really good at recutting things and making things better and stuff like that. So it gives people more more streaming hours on their platform <laughs> because now you got to go back and watch the next one. Yeah, there's and a the sec- next. One. Yeah, the
1: next one comes out in April. We'll be talking about that too. But and that, you know, I, I do see. But the post- thing is, who
0: are you going to remember in this movie? Yeah, the thing is, besides besides Cora and uh, let's be honest, um, Nemesis, Like uh, I, I, okay. you okay, know- now I, I want to talk about Ed Screen's character, Agus
1: Noble, real quick. He reminded me of uh, Hans Landa from from, from Masters. Bastards. I'm like, that's who that is,
0: right? like and it's like instead of making people that kind of resemble nazis like uh the empire Mm -hmm. does they just made nazis yeah yeah,
1: because they had the exact same hats you're like okay we get it they're bad
0: (laughs) right um yeah like they're like uh where's that photo again like this is literally like that is a nazi uniform yeah yeah. i've never seen one yeah yeah you know um and i mean yeah we're gonna get like in Star Wars, Let, let's example since that's one of the references we make.
1: Okay, uh, there's In obviously homages to it, like, for example, the cantina scene, <laughs>
0: like, oh
1: yeah, exactly the same. But you know that you know that that's an homage as opposed to like a ripoff, right? Like you would be able to right. tell that.
0: Okay, so so okay, we'll, we'll go with Charles Hunnam and, and um, what's what's Charlie's Hunnam's character? K Kai. All right, so Kai, we'll compare him to Han Solo, since Kai is basically their Han Solo, (laughs) right? Yeah. They go to the place, and in Star Wars, they have a small, what, three-sentence conversation, (laughs) (laughs) five-sentence conversation in Star Wars, and you already know who Han Solo is. Yeah, easy. (laughs) Easy. You're like, they're like, hey, we got this money. We'll double the money. And he's like, haven't you heard of my... Rig, dude, I'm, like, the fastest guy in town, bro. And, he, and then, he goes, then he has that little scene with Greedo that's less than two minutes long, and he can fight all day long who shot first or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know exactly who he is within five minutes of just visual desperation. I had no idea who this guy was. I don't know if I should care about this character at all. And then it just seems like uh, a certain point of the movie, they're like, oh, we need you to care about this character, so they just dump a bunch of <laughs> oh,
1: of, there is information and like
0: there is a lot of talking.
1: in us. too much talking for uh, like we know we know who Cora is, but we don't
0: care about her. That's the thing. There's so much exposition, so much. Like, um, they they said that she was fighting for love. Who gives a fuck, really? Right? Like somebody like, that that she loves or something. Cool. How did they fall in love? Yeah. Why did? All up when they uh he died in front of her, which is part of the story, guys. It's not like I yeah, really yeah, spoiling. No, right it. Right and uh, uh, how'd he die in front of her? Mm. Where was it at? Was it in a battle? Yeah. Was it in a you know, like like we beautifully, beautifully wise, Zack Snyder makes things beautiful. Things yeah. are beautiful because his mom was a painter, uh, his parents were artists. So I'm guessing that's where he got and that. There are, are
1: some really good fight scenes in here, but also the. They're also kind of weird in the fact that they're they're they slow mo, fucking all the time, all the time, which yeah. is, which is, which is cool when you're showing cool images, but again, like like Neil was saying, we need a reason to care, and they don't give us one, you know.
0: You don't give us a reason to care about any of the people in the movie.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Like literally, and and like by time they're uh, become a team or whatever at the end, I know nothing about any of them. And the, the
1: problem also is is that is that there's a second one coming out. We'll have to watch it. And th- so they have the potential to right the wrongs, but it's already been filmed.
0: It's done. So hopefully, well, the way the way it says and the way that I've read is that the second film is going to fill in all those gaps.
1: Well hopefully hopefully not so much talking that we got in this one, so much boring as fuck exposition that we got in this one. I, I, I sat down and watched it and I was like and I was like, I'm watching Star Wars, but not as good. <laughs> you know, I'm watching Avatar, but not as good. I'm watching all these things that all these tropes that show up in movies in much better movies. You know, like Zack Snyder he's supposed to be visionary. We saw that visionary in three hundred that was a visionary movie. I'd never seen anything like that till that point.
0: But but you know what? He didn't write three hundred. Three hundred mm. was already a graphic novel <laughs> yeah. that he just interpreted, and that was great. And and uh, was uh, wasn't there a second three hundred too? Uh, was, yeah, uh, but, but yeah, but he two.
1: didn't do that one.
0: Yeah, but like they still try to do visually what yeah. he did in the first one. Yeah. Um Some of the best visuals ever in cinema. I am not going to get take away from even Sucker Punch was great visuals, even though the movie was kind of weird <laughs> as hell. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, and not the, weird, uh, like, the weird the way that,
1: that um, fucking poor thing's weird. Weird and the kind of, like, this is a child, like, like sexualizing these teenagers. That's, that's what's weird, that Sucker Punch. It does look very good, though.
0: <laughs> it, it's a really weird movie. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean... The only movie I think that the only ones that have, like, that are really good are the ones that he did that are just, like, they already had the plot there. Like, 300. 300, I like Dawn of the Dead remake, um, even.
1: Watchmen. I like the Dawn of the Dead remake, even. You know, like,
0: the one, that one? Yeah, Dawn of the Dead remake. Like, I'm, like, the ones that he did that already had a story. But when he writes the story, man, it just gets weird or crazy, like, I think the best written story that he's done in like years is, it has to be the Justice League, when he did the the four hour one.
1: Yeah, and so, because the thing about Snack Snyder is that I do think he's up his own ass a little bit. Like, like, he went to Netflix, like, I have this idea, and they're like, here's
0: a bunch of money, he's like, here's Zack Snyder, yes, yeah. and I'm tired of Warner Brothers, because they fuck me all the time. Yeah,
1: yeah, they don't make good Star Wars movies, so here's my Star Wars movie, and it's just not near as good. <laughs> like it's under- Dude,
0: you gotta you gotta throw it's just no um what's the word I'm looking for? Uh depth's uh depth uh 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 depth. Uh, depth, uh, depth exposition, um, exposition Exposition, thank you. I don't know why my brain just went it's all brain right. fart woop, woop, woop. uh exposition. There's no exposition. There's like No, the when there's when there
1: is it's boring as fuck though. There's lots of talk. Yes. It goes like
0: this movie goes hundred and five miles an hour, then all of a sudden it just stops. Yeah. And it's like Here's all this. And it's like, dude, you can tell it visually. You can tell it visually. You don't just have to have a lady holding a, a horse in the moon. Yeah. And that's it. Tell tell more about the characters visually. Tell more like like I said, like how George Lucas and uh, did with Han Solo. He told more in like five minutes, and we knew we knew who that character was as soon as we saw that little five minutes. Then we did any of these characters in this. So, fucking so movie. for
1: for part two, we need something substantial because this wasn't, I, I, yeah. you know, it wasn't. It w- didn't do it for me, and um, I. I I will do say I like the Atticus Noble villain a lot, even though he's basically just a Nazi. And who doesn't really dislike a Nazi, right? Right, you know what I mean? And, and he does tentacle porn. Yeah, he does tentacle porn. And who's like tentacle porn. But uh, but um yeah, it's weird. Like there also people that show up like a uh, Jim Malone's in this but she's barely like barely apart. <laughs> I thought she's bigger than a lot of people in the fucking movie. I'm sure we're going to get
0: more of the Anthony Hawkins robot.
1: Oh, we, he's, we got to, right? Like, he's got to be, like, a central like, part of the next one.
0: Um, and and it's like the robot had more story to it than any of the characters that we saw. And he was, like, on the, the screen, like, less than anybody, right? Yeah, I do want to mention
1: Staz Nair, who plays Tarak, basically the the barbarian of the group. <laughs> um, like, he was... Uh, uh, everyone's very fit too. You know, like 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 I'm like yeah. yeah, everyone's got a six pack and like, Donna,
0: though, oh my gosh, those fight scenes that she had mm. were straight out of like a kung fu yeah. John Wick movie. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, that was so I mean there are good points to this movie. Yeah, the the fight scenes are generally well done. They're they're exciting. And if you don't think about it too hard and you don't give a damn about who any of the characters <laughs> are <laughs> then, uh, then definitely, you'll enjoy this. You'll enjoy this a lot more than uh, most people did. Uh, yeah. Let's do some quotes. And let's yeah. get this one out, right. out of here. That's quite impressive. What the animal or the hunter? I want you all to make love for the harvest tonight. That's you. That's you, Chris, and listeners at home. To love or be loved is something I cannot be. I don't understand what you want. It's simple. I want it all. Sorry, that just reminds me of Nightmare on Elm Street when Freddy becomes Freddy. Anyway, I could kill you right now, and no one would even care. I'm going. I'm going to tie you to a post. And watch as you turn from a farm girl to a whore. Yeah, farm girl, farm girl, whore. Nope. There's a difference between justice and revenge. It's the dawn of something better. Your friendship may be her savior. I will not allow another world to fall in our name. Maybe this ain't suicide after all. I don't know if I can read anything. This. You know, I do in the, dark too, you <laughs> yeah. know, too in the dark, too. You play your cards right, and you might make it out of here live. They believed in their cause. What a better thing to die for than that. This would have been a beautiful place to die
1: yep that's it all right um my on this is probably a two point nine like again like well the fight scenes are great uh they need to anchor it to a better movie um Zack snyder uh dude like like uh, I'm glad you like your movies but we need <laughs> I'm glad you like your movies it's just it just didn't do it for me i was it was kind of lame. That's how I feel about it. Like, it was kind of lame. There were cool fights into this, and it looks great. It's just that we need it anchored to a different movie. You know? Like, like give me give me something I care about. Uh, I, you know what? Part 2 might be really great, and it might make this first one worth it. You know? I'm, yeah. I'm holding on for that, but, man, I just I didn't like it that much at all. But, yeah, it's like a, a 2.8. Dude, like,
0: like, seriously, um... <laughs> I'm going to go a little higher than you, and the only reason why is because I have some faith in it, Mm -hmm. and I I did like the fight scenes a little. I love the visual fight scenes. I love the visuals of this movie, Um, and I kind of get where they're going with some of the story of the characters a little bit. That's just because I can look at something and I can Mm -hmm. be like, okay. Hopefully, we get to learn more about that guy or this person or that clan or whatever that moon, that world. But um, then I given it like a three point two. Like it, it's, I think visually wise, though it didn't break me so well that I didn't care about the you know, ex, you know, the exposition of the characters until I noticed. Until it was very noticeable. <laughs> <And> pe- <laughs> like, people
1: are piling on in this movie, and I kind of get it. But I think that people just kind of are turning against Zack Snyder because they're tired of him, I guess. I don't know why. Like You know, like, the, he steps out of the shadows of a, of a comic book film and people are like, I'm going to pile on this guy. And I'm like, I mean, I guess, I guess, but it's not as bad as everyone's saying it is. It's just not very good. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, it's
0: not it's not the most horrible thing that ever came off of the planet. Like like if I was at somebody's house and like, oh, we're gonna watch this. Yeah. But I'll be like, all right, cool. Yeah. And the, like I won't be I won't be super excited about it. You might which what you
1: might do is you might do Mr. Science T three thousand on it <laughs> and just do that. Oh my god, yeah. that would be great. <laughs> all right, man. Um I'm around to right now. What is the audience score for Rebel Moon Part 1, A Child of Fire?
0: Um, I am going to guess if it's the audience score. I don't know. What's, what's the name of the movie again?
1: Rebel Moon Part 1, A Child of Fire.
0: Okay. Then I'm going to have to guess that they gave it a 48.
1: All right. um, They gave it a 60%, and there's little audience says thing on it. No, no, go for it. You've over Road Moon Part 1 at Child of Fire bars heavily from other sci fi stories. It's still entertaining and often visually dazzling. Which, uh, yeah, the, I didn't. I pressed pause to get food, but I didn't really. I, I You know, it was easy to get through, I guess. <laughs> you know, like, it was still pretty long. But uh, I did watch it, and, yeah. Alright, dude, what is the critic score for Road Moon Part 1 at Child of Fire?
0: Um. Critic score is going to be low too. I think they're going
1: to be. It's going to be like thirty three.
0: Right, cool, it's twenty four percent. Oh man! Yeah. All right, what they say?
1: Roman Part One: of Child of Fire proves Zack Snyder hasn't lost his visual flair, but eye candy isn't enough to offset a storyline made up of various sci-fi fantasy tropes. Yep, that's that's what you and I had. Like we've seen this movie before, but it's just not. We've seen a ton of movies, though. Yeah, we, a ton. dude. Yeah, we have seen a ton of movies. I to wonder you, a bad review and a good review. Um, this is, man, this is, this is rough. This is from Johnny Oblinsky in the New York Post. He says, like the Death Star, Obliterating planet, Zack Snyder is out to topple countless innocent genres. <laughs> um, and this is uh, from Daniel Rester of uh, We Met Week. He says, a simple but entertaining sci fi yarn that wears its influences on its sleeve. And, you know, guys, we do know that Zack Snyder, he said it was, you know, Star Wars, he's this shit, and that continuous scene is. This- basically an homage to you know the most Eisley one you know like we know that you know like and that's not a problem but it just needs to contain interesting characters and maybe a a little bit more original storylines in this because it's I've I've seen this movie a million times before done way better if I'm trying to think of the most you know I got a question for you what is the most interesting sci-fi you've seen recently besides this one like one that was different,
0: different. I don't. I don't. I really don't think that was this interesting of a sci-fi. Um, ready Player One. Okay. Well, ready I'm, Player One sci-fi. I like the
1: creator too. The Creator's alright, right?
0: right? Um, oh, creator! Oh, yeah, creator yeah. is good too. Yeah. I haven't. I haven't. Re, I haven't reviewed what movies we watched this yeah, year. I know it's, it takes a while. <laughs> so I can't remember. But, uh, but I, can't I mean, I mean, we I mean, only. Really, I'm thinking, on like, average, we watch over a hundred movies a year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we like, oh, actually, probably more than that. The ones we were talking more about than that
0: because we did uh, the, uh, the, the panic fest yeah, yeah, on top of yeah, it. Yeah,
1: our fist girl was a good sci-fi, you know, like but different. Um, but yeah, this one it just doesn't it doesn't hit its mark. It looks great, and I have faith that the next one will be better. And I watch the r cut that he puts out, but this one doesn't work for me. And you know. Whatever. I mean, it's just in his, in his, he's trying to make a franchise and it just, I don't know how much money he poured into it. I don't know how much money Netflix poured into it. it seems like a lot. And I just, they're going to do
0: a lot. They're going to, they're going to pour a lot more too because there's two more sequels. I know there's supposed to be like side credits. Uh, Bay Donna's character is supposed to get like a side, oh, it's, oh a, spin-off a side, maybe. Oh, spin yeah. Uh, like, it's just like. Well, they it, make,
1: make her more interesting if you go into that. Like, I did like her fighting with a the, with the spider thing, but, you know, I want something more interesting than what we got. Whatever. You yeah. know? Mm hmm. Neil, mm-hmm. I, are you still pulling news or are you good for me to go into it? <laughs> yeah, I'm good to get up. Let's right, go. Let's go. Let's do this.
0: This is the movie So Suck and Some Them News. I gotta read stuff to Chris because he's blind in both eyes.
1: It's true. But real quick, I want to say I got a new guitar this week. Did you see it?
0: No.
1: On Facebook? You're not blind. Did you see the Facebook? On the, you're the, blind. The, I played guitar too. Did you see the guitar I got on Facebook? What? You seen the guitar I got on Facebook? A post depiction. The guitar
0: you got on. No, I didn't see the guitar you got. I didn't see that. Y'all
1: show me that later. Yeah, okay. All right. Sorry.
0: Not now, later. <laughs> All right. later. All right, Neil, what you got for me? All right. Stephen Yin, also known as the famous Glenn, um, cannot be in the Thunderbolts movie anymore. The MCU Thunderbolts, which is the villains like the Red Hulk, um, uh, U.S. Agent, Winter Soldier, a bunch of different. If I I can't I can't remember the list altogether right now off the top of my head, but he had, he was going to be Sentry in the new movie. He has pulled out. He says sorry, but I have conflicts of scheduling now. Huh. But that's okay because the MCU fans have voted and they've already told you who they told the MCU who they want. And they want Alan Richardson, aka Reacher, aka Aquaman, oh. aka Hawk from the Titans, Mister Big Man himself from the Reacher series, which is like one of the most popular series on on platforms right now. Literally, they want him to take his place, which is completely a different body type.
1: What would you What would you have picked?
0: Then, uh, what? What again is? Huh? Who would you have picked? Oh, definitely go with Alan Rich. Okay. I mean, if you're gonna play, if you're gonna get a superhero, he is like literally. He could be Batman. He can like literally go take pictures and look at the dude, dude. Man, just go look at him. You'll be like, man, yeah, he's,
1: he's, he's a sexy He's buff. <laughs> What's next, man?
0: Hey, for all you historians out there, uh, people just want you to know that the Snow and Wizard of Oz was 100 at uh, <laughs> asbestos, like. Asbestos, I can't, I was about to say the word, and I knew I was going to say asbestos. Uh, asbestos was asbestos. So the famed puppy, uh, poppy field scene uh, was fake snow, made completely 100 out of it. It was incredibly dangerous. Uh, so now that we're talking about how people almost died uh, filming Wizard of Oz, everybody, guess what today is? It is the eighty fifth anniversary of Wizard of the Oz. Oh yeah! And you can go see Wizard of Oz out at Phantom Events right now. So, so this month, if you want to go see the wonderful um, Wizard of Oz, you can literally look up at Fathom.com and go look up and go take your family. I mean, did you see ever see Wizard of Oz in the movie theater when you were younger? No,
1: I'm pretty sure saw him on the like uh, everyone else. But I mean, I mean, it's a Wizard of Oz. Like, I've seen it a million times. Yeah. A lot of people love that movie.
0: Right, right. I, I remember seeing it in the movie theater when I was a wee little lad. Oh, yeah? Did you do that I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember how, how... Are you calling me skinny? That's awesome. Thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I have not been dieting, but, uh, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, my dinner today was... Uh...
1: Oh, Brahms. Yeah, I miss Brahms. Brahms, Brahms is uh, far away from me, so...
0: Uh, Jordan Peele says his upcoming fourth film has to be the potential to be his favorite, given the success of his previous acclaimed movies. That's saying something, yeah. Because Jordan Peele has had a great movie oh, run yeah, with all sure. his horror movies and stuff, like right.
1: Yeah, I'm excited to see his new one. I mean, I like, I've liked all his films
0: generally. So, <clears throat> well, uh, coming up next week, the. Good old, um, man, I had these all in order. <laughs> that, that's probably what happened is the fact that I have so many different websites I had to go to to get stories. Yeah. They probably like, yeah, it's, all Guys, it's,
1: it's, a, it's, a, it's a late week because of New Year's, you know, holidays and shit.
0: Yep. <laughs> yeah. uh, Jonathan Majors, first TV interview since Guilty Verdict and getting dropped by Marvel will air next week. Uh, he is doing an interview with ABC News. Um, Jonathan Majors, uh, yeah, will air next week. Um, his interview with ABC News is unlikely to have a positive impact on his damaged career and repetition, but it remains to be seen. Um, but that's okay because you know what? We're moving on from Jonathan yeah, Majors. Yeah, yeah. Sorry,
1: guys. <laughs>
0: He's a uh... because the new rumor is Coleman Domingo. Is gonna be taking, and the thing is, they kind of do kind of look a little alike, yeah, sort of. Sort of, I mean, he, Domingo is a good
1: actor, yeah, you know? they could do Trader and Carlos he's the King.
0: first runner up to be taking over King, King the Conqueror, Conqueror role. I'll tell I'll so take yeah, I mean, what kind of what is he gonna bring to you, know what I'm saying? Like, he's, that's a whole different.
1: Do you think they should refilm that scene the, from uh, from Oki and just put Colin Domingo in there?
0: Which one? One or two or three? The first one, the first season. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That'd be cool. Uh, Everybody who hasn't seen the nine and a half hour movie, Killers of the Flower Moon, one of the most long, most annoying movies in the entire world. What you call nothing? Definitely going to be my top five worst. Uh, Um, Okay, go
1: ahead.
0: Huh? Uh, Go ahead. (laughs) <laughs> least, Probably, man. That movie sucks. I mean, uh, that. Anyway, uh, um, the more I think about it, All right, go on with your story. Anyway, uh, if you guys want to see it, hopefully you have Apple TV. Long you have Apple TV. Oh yeah, it's going there. Right? Um, because if you have Apple TV, you'll be gonna see it on January twelfth. Correct. Okay. And I am going to I'm going to redo this real quick. Okay. So just pause it for a second. I'm going to jump in and out because we're way off.
1: You'll be back, guys. He, uh, we're having. Technical difficulties. Uh, and yeah, we, we do podcasts. We should be up to date on like technology, but we just fucking aren't. And I don't know how. Okay, I'm back. One, two,
0: three, five. All right, we did it. Yeah, yeah. we're we just way off. Yeah. Like I'm going to say the next thing, and you're still <laughs> quoting this, <laughs> and it's like. No, I said that like five minutes ago, bro. What are you Okay. Uh, Anyway, Um, Spawn Reboot nearing a make or break set area. Uh, Todd McFarlane's basically saying, hey, producer Jason Bloom, it's time to shit or get off the pot. Because he wants to do it Hollywood way where you get people to fun at Hollywood way. But at this point now, he's just like, you know what? I'll, I'll look. I'm seeking outside investors.
1: Well, Bloom, Jason Bloom, like, Bloomhouse is known for making pretty decent movies on a low budget, you know? So, uh, I mean, if he wants to pump money in the Spawn, do it, because the first one doesn't hold up <laughs> very well. Um, like, like well, there's something strange. Like the first, Batman, holds up really well. The first two, because it's practical effects, you know? But, but uh, Batman and Robin... Doesn't really hold up in *Batman Forever* with its computer generated but.
0: Uh, I would definitely want to see Spawn remade. Oh, the CGI of the original Spawn is so yeah, bad. Garbage. Like, it's good. The the practical makeup is good. Mm-hmm. Like, when he's fighting Violator mm-hmm. and uh, John Lartman's as. But anytime time they go down to hell, oh, <laughs> my God. It's like looking at Diablo. The video <laughs> <game now. laughs> like, the original Diablo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. mean, like, Diablo now. Yeah. Like, I mean, like the original one that we had to upload, like, with six discs onto the <laughs> In IBM or whatever, <laughs> and going, oh man, that was badass back in the day. Everybody's favorite uh, favorite star, uh, Oscar winner from last year, K. Hugh Quan, mm. is getting another movie. Scar in a movie called With Love, an action movie from eighty seventh North. Now, if I could get down there. Is it called With Love? It will or, start, It's no. uh, Universal David David Ledge and Kelly McCormick's 87th Norge uh, make his feature director. Uh, Jonathan Espo will make his director debut with the movie after serving a second unit and stunt coordinator on projects as a Violent Night, Deadpool Two, Black Panther, John Wick Three. So the guy who did the action sequences for those movies are, is doing this movie with with good old short round. It's called With Love. I mean, with love.
1: Colin short following- runs back
0: and he's ready to fuck.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Uh-huh.
0: No, Katie Kwan, so uh, he's the something's shit. Wrong no, something's wrong with you. Something's he's he's, wrong. He's the shit. Whatever he does. Yeah. Uh, the studio Shout has bought up all of the Jim Hanson properties. Oh, so when you like like so release Dark uh, Dark Crystal. Um, what else do they own? Uh, they picked up uh, something else too. I read it earlier, um, because I was like really interested in this one. Uh, but um, uh, the storybook was it a storybook. Yeah, but they're gonna be re-releasing everything with special behind-the-scenes oh, stuff. God they got damn all it. the behind-the-scenes. So
1: this? they're gonna oh. be buying DVDs again.
0: Fucking a <laughs> like. It's a problem. But it's all digital. It's going across all digital Okay, platforms. okay, I'll watch that. I'll okay. watch that, okay. And uh, be released out on February 6th. So on February 6th, take a look and mm-hmm. see what you can find because they got behind the Labyrinth, uh, the World of Dark Crystal. There's so many things that they are putting out there. Besides, I can't – I think I – read two articles of the same thing but i know there's other properties that get they got as long in, in the jim hansen library and they're redoing them they're up 4k them, you know like yeah, they're yeah. you know they're yeah. gonna make them pretty uh, and you know what those are movies oh, that are classics so i mean they're, they're being like one person our age that hasn't watched those movies
1: so like the podcast after i edited so <laughs>
0: you're saying it like they're pretty and all that stuff yeah okay I, mean, I don't know. I've heard some of the edits, and uh, anyway, uh, uh, Holt McKinley wants you to know that uh, David Fincher is in talks in a returning to Mindhunter for a third season. Oh,
1: I bet you're excited about that.
0: Oh, dude, that's a great show. <laughs> I mean, how can you not go wrong with that? I mean, that's like one of those shows you can just pop on any time, and the world is a better place for
1: it. Oh, I get it. And Project Mayhem. Another d- had, In death, you do have a name.
0: His name is Robert Paulson. His name is Robert Paulson. Mm-hmm. His name is Robert Paulson. Um, David Ayer says, uh, it's officially done. Don't ask anymore. It's not going to happen. We are not going to get a David Ayer Suicide Squad cut. Basically, Warner Brothers and them is totally basically to bugger off that there's no way it's going to happen. <laughs> so they won't, give him, they won't let him get the rights. But man... The guy wants to do it on his own, you know? Like, if he wants to spend his own money and edit it the way he wants to edit it, there, why not? There's why not a The it, Suicide
1: Squad, which is better than Suicide Squad, so...
0: Yeah. That's how I feel about it. <laughs> uh, Topher Grace and Michelle Dockery um, has been joined, is joining Mark Wahlberg in Mel Gibson's the, uh, Lionsgate film called Flight Risk. It's where Wahlberg plays a pilot transporting an air marshal who's been tasked with accompanying a fugitive who's Topher Grace. Topher Grace is the fugitive <laughs> to a trial as they cross the Alaskan wilderness. T- Tension soars and trust is tested as not everyone on board is who they seem.
1: You think Mark Wahlberg would be the U.S. Marshal in this one, but no, he's a pilot.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, he, he dude, he, I saw an interview the other day where he's like, he's like okay, so... Uh, who you want to get playing? The, you know the you know, and he starts saying names because he there's an old guy and there's a kid, mm-hmm. and he thought they're calling him to play the kid, and he's like, no, you know we can get blah blah blah, and they're like, dude, you you're the old guy, <laughs> and they're like, oh, he's like we can get Gene Hackman. I just talked <laughs> to Jack Nicholson the other day, like, yeah. and it's like, no, 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 you're you're that part, bro.
1: Oh, poor Marky Mark.
0: Yeah. He had to figure out that he was no longer. Yeah. That's okay. The man he was once, um, Everybody wants to know what's happening after Late Night with Stephen Colbert. It's After Midnight with Taylor Tomlinson. Now, if you haven't heard of Taylor Tomlinson, oh, she's, she's a stand-up comedian. She's and really she is funny as fuck. Yeah, she's very funny. She's the one who got the position. And starting January 16th on Tuesday, they will premiere. It, uh, her show will premiere right after the Stephen Colbert. And uh, definitely go see it. I hope
1: people watch it. I, hope, I like Dev. Uh, a uh, women talk show host.
0: on the, you know, uh, Oh, um, remember the movie The Act? Yeah. You know, where the girl kills her mom <laughs> after she made her be like a wheelchair kid? Yeah, yeah.
1: Gypsy Rose is out of jail. Yeah, I know. She wants, uh, as far as I know, she wanted to go see uh, the, Can She Cheese Play and I hope to see uh, Taylor Swift and meet her.
0: I mean... Who doesn't want to meet Taylor Swift? Uh-huh. We all want to meet Taylor Swift. He
1: should be on this podcast. I asked him to come on. You know.
0: uh, let's see here. Oh, uh, highest grossing Tahu movie of all time is now recorded as Godzilla Minus One. Good. It is now the highest For Japanese language movie of all time. It's great. It's a great movie. I'm, can you think of another Japanese movie that they, it's all speaking Japanese? I mean, I'm Kasha Tiger and Dragon.
1: I'm thinking about the Miyazaki films. Like was that Korean? Spirited Away or, or but yeah, yeah. But those those don't even come near it. That's crazy. Okay, well, yeah, Miyata- Godzilla minus one is a good great movie. It's a good monster movie. Yeah. Uh,
0: it was a great monster movie. Great monster movie. <laughs> um, George Clooney and Brad Pitt are going to be returning in kind of what is a batshit screening kind of thing. They said it's basically a rated R Oceans film. With Brad Pitt and George Clooney. The two guys who are best friends, they've been playing pranks on each other. Have you heard of the pranks that George Clooney has pulled with yeah, Brad Pitt? Yeah. Like where he got stationary <laughs> that had said Brad Pitt's name and he had sent other actors and <laughs> let, like letters like, You sucked in that film. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, why do you keep parking your car in your mind? You know, like <clears throat> but I can't wait to see George Clooney one night I Brad Pitt and the movie's called Wolves. George Clooney expressed admiration for John Watts, who's the director of the project. Mm-hmm. A really good movie. And the screening impressed its audience. So I can't wait. Mm-hmm. If it impressed the audience, that's awesome. And last but not least, Chris, do you know what happened four days ago?
1: It was it was the 1st uh, of January. Yes. It was New Year's Day. And you know what also happened? What?
0: Mickey Mouse is now open domain. So guess what? What's up? Oh. <laughs> okay. So we already, from the same people who, that brought you Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, is already working. They're already filming on their steamboat now, uh, Steamboat Willie, Mickey and Minnie. <clears throat> so, beloved childhood characters, Mickey and Minnie, are now in the public domain, leading to a surge in horror movie adaptations. Not just one, but several mm-hmm. are going to be coming out. A new horror movie version of a Mickey Mouse known as Steamboat Willie will be detected by the character as a sadistic ferry captain who terrorizes passengers. Uh, fans have also taken the social media to react to Mickey's transformation to the horror icon, with some expressing weariness on other anticipations that that it kind of portrays their childhood. <laughs> but, I mean, come on. Yeah. Was too- and the thing is, like, guys, guys, if you did not go see, it, it's on a Peacock, I believe it is now, uh, Winnie Pooh, Blood and Honey. That is just a gory, shitty movie. That's literally all it is. It is not like, like it doesn't even make sense. Like Me and my wife are like, oh, my God, is this going to ruin Winnie the Pooh? Because we, we both have, like, as kids, we had Winnie the Pooh stuffed animals yeah, growing yeah. up, right? Mm-hmm. Do you have a Winnie the Pooh growing uh, up?
1: Yeah, I think I had a blanket blanket. See, there you go,
0: yeah. and we're like, "Oh, this is, is this going to ruin Winnie the Pooh for us?" But it didn't, because it's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> and the characters—the characters look like they're—they're they're like, what's the thing? They're mutated human animals, mm-hmm. and they're—they're they're cannibals,
1: <sighs>
0: or he—I don't know. I heard, I heard it's it terrible. That's the news. Okay, that's the news. That's the news. Let's go. That is the Movies Don't Suck and some of them news. I told you stuff. Chris now needs to hear it because he'll never get it outside of his brain.
1: All right, so we're ready to talk about our number two movie, didn't they? The second movie is Spider-Man, Spider-Man. This is actually Aquaman on the Lost Kingdom, directed by James Wan. James Wan is known for directing, you know, Saw, The Conjuring movies, uh, Insidious, Met M. Thregan, that sort of thing. All those uh, horror films. And he also did the first Aquaman. He's also a writer, along with uh, uh, David Leslie Johnson Goldrick and Jason Momoa. Uh, this stars Jason Momoa as Arthur Curry, also known as Aquaman.
2: But I did not come here because I thought it was worthy.
1: Also, Patrick Wilson is King Orm. Father Gordon called. He's got a case he wants us to look into. I said I'd go check it out myself. Ah, uh, Yahya Abdul Mateen, the second place, Black Manta.
2: All the explanation
1: you need. Uh, Amber Heard is in this. Is Mira? Uh, also, the stars uh, Nicole Kidman as Atlanta.
0: A girl can't live by psychosis alone.
1: Doctor Randall Park, or not doc- Randall Park does with Doctor Stephen Shin.
0: Yes, I pee and the poo, so you have a butthole.
1: I- also, the stars Tamara Morrison as Tom Curry. Dolph Lundgren as King Nearest, Martin Short as Kingfish, uh, and uh, Jonathan Rice, John Rhys-Davies as Brian King. Uh, this starts, uh, uh, yeah, the, basically a lot of people with the first one. You Neil know, wants to read the storyline for uh, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom.
0: Having failed to defeat, Aquaman, the first time, Black Manta, still driven by the need to avenge his father's death, will stop at nothing. ...to take Aquaman down once and for all. This time, Black Manta is more formidable than ever before... ...wielding the power of the mythical Black Titan... ...which unleashes an ancient H- and malevolent M- force. To defeat him, Aquaman will turn to his imprisoned brother Orm... ...the former king of Atlantis, to forge an unlikely alliance. Together, they must set aside their differences... In order to protect the kingdom and save Aquaman's family, the world from irresistible destruction. All right, Neil, um, climate change, climate, climate change. change. Yeah, there's whole movies about climate change. I
1: was just thinking, Captain Planet to show up at any moment in this one. Um, uh, so this is no. I want to ask you a question. So you know about? Were you an Aquaman fan growing up? Like. Like Black Man to- I mean, I, you
0: know, I, I, I am, I'm, you know, I, I like Aquaman and the super friends. I, there are several, there are several good Aquaman stories, especially when he gets hateful and evil mm-hmm. and like, like, and he just wants to kill the every, like he, does, <laughs> he doesn't even want to come up to the surface anymore. And he gets to the point where he just, hate he hates surface dwellers. He would just like, he's just like, fuck you guys. I don't, you guys are rooting the planet. You guys are destroying it. I like that Aquaman. I like, there are several Aquamans I do like. Now, before we jump in this, let's talk about why the movie ended up the way it did. Okay, I want to hear that. One, they were trying to take out, okay, the whole movie is about family.
1: Mm -hmm. Family. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Right. So the main character originally, besides Arthur in this movie, was not Ocean Master. It was Mirror? It was Mirror. <laughs> but then she went and pooped on someone's bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and got guilty for abusing her husband. Um, so that was the first edit, and that's why they had to re-edit it was because they had to try to take her down out of it, which then she became kind of a back character.
1: Yeah, but guys, just so you know, Mira is still in this. You see her, she has lines where the whole, yeah. her whole face fills the screen. She's in this, but she's like a, a very, very, very minor character.
0: And very quiet. Now, she's in all the scenes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But she's quiet as hell.
1: Yeah.
0: Like she does not talk. Isn't it, like, I'm cut, like, people watch this. So then they probably they had to do reshoots uh-huh. to make the story to make sense again. And to me, because of that, it kinda you could kind of tell because of the editing and stuff like that. It kind of yeah.
2: yeah.
0: but when we actually did get into the story. When we got into the story and we played it out, it reminded me of a lot of like Thor and Loki.
1: I got that a little bit.
0: yeah with the uh, ocean master mm-hmm. and and thing and the thing is by this time and this is this is my issue with it by this time you would think Arthur uh Aquaman would be like, I'm the king of Atlantis. Now I have wisdom. I'm wise. I'm getting wiser. But they totally took Jason Momoa back to frat boy drinking pints of Guinness. And-
1: I thought it, I that with pacing in this was really weird. Like like they go from mm-hmm. one scene to another. Like, for example, the then a temple, then underground. Like it just felt like it felt weird that it just didn't seem like it was put together the best it could have been it was also I didn't really like the first one and I I would say I probably like this one more than the first first one was over
0: it it was kind of like the same with like Hellboy uh, David Harper's Hellboy was where they just took like 95 stories and slapped them in there and they're like we gotta tell you every important Aquaman story in this one movie because this is the only time we get it now you guys have to understand this too this is it this is the end of the DCEU. This is the last movie of that universe Mm. of Henry Cavell of all that stuff. And I think pretty much at some point, this movie was supposed to be bigger to like introduce the next justice league movie or something like that. Mm -hmm. And so then they had an edit all down. Uh, Originally it did like this. There was supposed to be Batman cameos in it. There was supposed to be flash cameos. There's supposed to be so much more to this movie. I think finally it just came to the end that they're like, "What do we do with this?" <laughs> I guess let's just put it out. Let's do yeah, it. let's just edit. Let's edit as much as we can. I mean, it's already gross more than all the flops of the year. Yeah, and even all the DC flops and the MCU flops. But beautifully, it was is it was beautifully done. There's artwork in this this movie, which is just like... I mean, James Wan does know how to shoot. I mean, there are scenes where it was just um, beautiful. But, like, you know, the artistry... It looks like a comic book come to life. Yeah, I mean, yeah. look at Black Manta. That looks like a comic book come to life. Yeah, yeah. Like... <laughs> I don't know what more I can say than that. Oh, went too far. But um, but the the best thing of the entire movie is we finally get Storm. <laughs> so, and if you don't know who Storm is guys, Storm is Aquaman's seahorse that he rides. at you've seen in everything that ever makes fun of Aquaman.
1: So uh, I I didn't I thought this movie was pretty bad for me. Uh I I did like him more of the first one, but I didn't like the first one. Um I I now it's hard not to like Jason Momoa as anything he's in. That's obvious. Like like you like Jason Momoa, you're gonna like this because or you like who is his Because it's Jason Momoa. He's uh, one of the sexiest men who's ever lived. You you don't want to see him wet, you're not a a real person. Um but um it, it it did seem a little put together. I'm sure that Mira had more parts in this than
0: than. Um, no, I'm sure she had like a lot of speaking parts. I'm sure that there was a whole family because the whole movie is about family.
1: Yeah, I also, I mean, I really like Randall Park in this as Doctor Stephen Shen mm-hmm. Who doesn't like Randall Park? He's just so I think there's
0: more scenes too with uh with Nicole Kidman and uh and Curry the uh, lighthouse guy. Oh. Two, but I think they took those out or drowned those down to try to make it more of the brothers movie and not the family movie. I want to mention to
1: you, by the way, I went and saw this at EMC and they didn't play the Nicole Kidman like intro for this. Really? Yeah, but I talked to someone who went and saw poor things after this and they were showing the Nicole Kidman the intro. So I'm wondering if they didn't have her in this because she's already in the movie. You know, like, no, I saw her,
0: yeah, like at the beginning of it, yeah,
1: oh, okay. Well, me, I was, I was possibly not paying attention at that point, but I, but maybe I, you're drunk. Ah, uh, don't see, did he have me. a beer? I didn't have a beer, I had actually dad, yeah, not it. actually it was late for the like, uh, yeah, I didn't do the previews, and I, I didn't have time to grab anything, but um, yeah, this movie itself, it's, it's another Aquaman movie, but like you said, it's the end of the line for the current. Iteration of the DCU. Where next movie we get from the DC will be part of uh of James. Sovereign Legacy. Yeah. That would be James Gunn stuff. And I don't think, um, we don't have anything else or anything else Marvel or DC coming out this year,
0: do we? Uh, Marvel has the uh, I think series. I think they have Echo coming out in like two weeks. So
1: that's on Disney Plus, not in theaters.
0: No, not in theaters. I don't think anybody has. I think everybody's chilling out for a minute because everybody's getting that comic book fatigue. And they're like, hey, if you want to go see comic books, go just go to the streaming. But um, I I will take a look right now. But um, also, this movie, okay, I think it could have worked. But then at some point, I think they were just kind of like, it doesn't matter now. James Gunn's here; he's taken over. None of these characters are coming back. Nobody that's in the movie is coming back. And
1: but I mean, I know Jason Miller's probably recast as something else, right? Like he's
0: he's got supposedly be- Lobo.
1: Mm.
0: Okay. Do
1: you know who Lobo is? No, but uh, you, you'll let me know, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, right now I'll grab the picture. I'll grab the best picture that will be a representation of why they think he should be Lobo, but um but yeah there's just like so many different things that uh that they they obviously took like you know at at the end he goes i'm aquaman like you know Mm -hmm. like it looked like there's parts of it that they stole from like black panther there's parts of it oh yeah it felt it felt like black
1: panther i felt like and uh it's it's, I didn't like you said that was kind of kind of lame. I didn't really like because he was it. trying
0: to share the his tech the technology that he found, that his plant <laughs> his place has with the world so they could make the place of uh, the world a better place. You know, like it, it, it was. There's so much stuff that went on. In this movie, that is just like, man, this is all just thrown together. And, like they kind of. I think, like basically, at the end when they came back for the final reshoots, and after James Gunn's already, you know, back in the or in the seat. Oh, here's Lobo, by the way. Bam. Oh, perfect. He'd be perfect for Lobo. hell. <laughs> but, um, but anyway, so I think basically they're like, you know what? Let's make it as doable as the movie as we can at this point. Okay. And Jason just had fun with it, and he did. He he was on a motorcycle, (laughs) drinking Guinness. His guitars in the background. Yeah, yeah, his guitars in the background. Like, there's so many different things that it was just like, dude, it it just kept going and going, and and like, there's so many. It was Jason Momoa. Yeah, was, and he has superpowers, I can talk to fish. My,
1: my favorite thing is that yeah, he, he's just Jason Momoa in this. <laughs> like, like, he's just
0: Jason Momoa in this movie. But the, pro- like, the problem
1: think- is, but that's the problem. If you're trying to make a distinctive superhero, it's just Jason Momoa, though. <laughs> like,
0: like, like literally, if you put a picture, where are they at? Where is it at? I think I have a picture of all of them.
1: Yeah.
0: And if you put this picture in front of somebody and said, "Hey, who's Aquaman?"
1: Yeah, we got Jason Moore on the right. That's
0: a, you'd say that guy, right? No, but that's not who they would say. No, they oh, would they'd say, say Patrick Wilson. Ocean Master, uh, Patrick Wilson is because a blonde hair, blue eyes. Oh boom. yeah, it's actually a part of uh, Aquaman's curse that he has on him that makes him blonde hair, blue eyes. It's part of his lore. It's like yeah, yeah. it's like. Making the Joker and he puts he just like wipes paint on so his face. So does
1: that mean that the Aquaman that that we have is not really isn't really identity to him. He's just made Jason Momoa.
0: I That's... think it's just Jason Momoa. And you know what? I'll give a thumbs up to the Jason Momoa movie. i it, it shouldn't even be called it should be been Momoa and the Lost <laughs> <laughs> Keys. Like, like, I mean, I, I I love the effort they try to put into it. But like, literally, it was just, I don't, I, I don't, there's just so many, there's parts that made me laugh. Mm-hmm. There are parts where I was like, okay, that's kind of a cool little battle scene. Just moving on. Uh, especially, <laughs> the, yeah, yeah, the army of the dead came out at one point, which obviously, again, just reminds me of like Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or was it Ragnarok. When she yeah with Hella
1: yeah.
0: yeah okay I, I always remember the Jeff Goldblum part but <laughs> and I always forget about the Hella part but yeah you know where they're sitting there fighting army of dead people with green power misty stuff and- uh,
1: I mean I also I mean it, I did like the sort of buddy comedy that that Aquaman and King Gorm had I was kind of into that but mostly I was just I was just like all right yeah whatever that random park is but. But then I was kind of mad on it. Like, I was like... It felt like it was... Hit, uh, th- huh? Go ahead, yeah, continue. It felt like a, a pretty standard comic book movie. Like, I knew it was coming. I knew it happened. Like, it just seemed pretty normal. And that's that's not what I wanted for my uh, for my uh, DC, but it's gonna, you know... It's not um, what you wanted. But that's, that's what I want. Um...
0: You know, do you If you quote Tell I'm me like, what you want, what you really, really want. I'll tell you what I really want. I want well, I want... really quick, what we were talking about. What we were talking about earlier, we do have three Marvel movies coming out. Oh. Uh, I think maybe three. Let me make sure it's three. Well, four. We got four big ones.
1: Coming out the three. Actually. Fears?
0: Madam Webb.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Yep, Madam Webb, which oh. looks really good. Uh-huh. That actually looks pretty cool. That looks like it's a story. Okay. And because okay. it's like a <laughs> character nobody gives a shit, nobody knows about. Yeah. They're going to be, they're going to do whatever the fuck they want with it. Deadpool three. Yeah. July. Uh, Craven, the Hunter, August 30th. Venom three, November 8th. Spider-Man beyond the spider verse.
1: Okay. Well, I'm excited for Craven the Hunter for sure. Um, that was like one of the bloodiest things I've ever seen. And then, uh, yeah, I'm just waiting for the next movie. I'm, I'm looking forward to
0: and, and then Echo comes out January 10th. Uh, X-Men 97 comes out in the next two months. Agatha Ka- uh, Coven of Chaos. Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man comes out this year. Eyes of Wakanda and Marvel Zombies. is all the Marvel TV shows.
2: Mm.
0: Now. <laughs> so far, coming out. In the DC universe, we have Joker Faladu, which is the musical Joker with Mm. Lady Gaga Gaga. in it. Uh, But the next one's uh, yeah, the next that's it. We get Joker. That's all we get in DC universe. Uh, You get Superman Legacy, July eleventh, twenty twenty five. Batman Part Two, the Batman Part Two, October third, twenty twenty five. Animated movie of the Watchmen. Is in twenty twenty four, Crisis on Infinity Nerves. That's a that's an animated movie. Yeah, everything DC. The only thing DC is literally the Joker.
1: Well, they'll be back and people will be excited for it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Marvel's still going with yeah. some stuff, but they're just they're kind of spreading it all out. And if you want to go watch it, you can go watch it on the shows. But quotes. They say everyone is good at something. Me, I talk to fish. I love that. Like he just like he's like he just like throws it out there. I talk to fish, man. <laughs> Turns out I have a brother, and he's a total dick bag. <laughs> Thank God for global warming. Yeah, probably not a good thing. I'm saying. <laughs> Sometimes giving up is the most heroic thing that you can do. First, you sit on your brother's throne. Then you steal his woman. Man, there is no shame in you. Did you bring water? Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. Oh, uh, no. Actually, I drank it. What? Yeah, dude. uh, It's kind of hot up there. (laughs) I don't know if you knew that. This guy just put a gun to the world's head and pulled the trigger without making any demands. I never draw this blade unless it takes blood. Pray I never draw it in front of you again. Especially how easy I kicked your ass with no prep at all. No prep time (laughs) at all. That's obviously a Batman die kick. No one hits my brother but me. My God, what did we do? Nothing. The world wasn't already doing. We just fast-forwarded a couple of years. You picked the wrong day to grow a spine. My internal fight has ended. Together, we can write the next chapter in our story. And it's not ending here. And, of course, I'm Aquaman.
1: (laughs) All right, um... What's your score in this
0: one? 3.5. And the reason why... The reason why... It's because I know where they got some of the story from, so I kind of knew what was going on there. And for them to fix this enough to be a watchable movie out of all the shit... (laughs) How many years have they been working on this? Two years now? They announced this the the day of the first movie released. (laughs) the first Aquaman. And this is the other reason too. This is the only, besides the Batman movies back in the day from Christopher, fuck everything up, Nolan, and, um, you know, uh, Tim Burton. This is the only, ol- and, and the Superman from the 70s. In this era, this is the only direct sequel You don't need to know about anything else. You don't need to go watch Justice League or go watch, uh, you know, the Superman, Batman movies or anything like the MCU where you got to, like, watch nine movies to figure out what the fuck is going on (laughs) right from the get-go. Or DCU, uh, where a lot of them are all connected, to like Dawn of Justice, Wonder Woman, blah, blah, blah. Like, so... Having that this can you can literally go watch Aquaman and right after watch Aquaman L- Lost Kingdom. And it's the only two comic book movies, I think, in the last two decades that are like right that are actually just sequels.
1: Okay. All right. Um I'm going to say three point two. I was kinda mad on this one. I just I didn't like the first one, then like the second one. Uh the only thing I really like about it is Jason movie, Jason Mo.
0: Um and you know uh, it, dude it's J and it's Mamoa and the Lost Kingdom. That's what it should be called. Yeah, From yeah. now on, this is not Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. This is Momoa and the Lost Kingdom.
1: All right, you ready to give quote give quotes. quotes. What? Uh, I'm on to me as a comedy now. What is the iron score for Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom?
0: Mm. Your mama's flapjacks? Not that. No. Um Gosh, uh, audience score. I think is going to give it like a fifty-five or something like that. I think it's going to be right in the middle.
1: Eighty-one percent. Eighty-one. What audience says? Featuring stunning visual effects and plenty of action, *Aquaman: and The Lost Kingdom* is a solid sequel with a positive
0: message. No, it does have a positive message. Yeah, it was,
1: it was a global warming thing, right? Um, what's what yeah. is the critics' um, score on this one? Twenty-two.
0: Thirty-five. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew the critics were going to tear apart Good since this is,
1: is Jason Moore remains a capable and committed leading man but even DC may feel that Aquaman the Lost King sticks to familiar waters. so I'll give you a, be a better view and a good review um, okay so this is from uh, this is from uh, Victoria looks for the she says as jumbled as the universe is, it exists in and I reminder of why there's a need for DC to start afresh, okay. And this is from David Griffiths of So Culture Entertainment. He says, like John Carter and Green Lantern before it, this is a DC film that might be poemed by some critics, but it's going to be classed as an underrated gem by true fans of the DC universe. Okay. Um, so guys, I can see that. So guys, Neil uh, Neil has a few spoilers. I'm gonna play the outro next week. We'll be back with um, the best of 2023, um, and we're looking forward to that. But until then, uh, we'll see you guys on the 10th. Wait, 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 um, wait, wait,
0: wait. Next week, we'll be back with the best <laughs> and the worst of 2023. Oh, yeah, best and worst, yeah. Uh, also, co-starring on the episode with us will be uh, Mark.
1: Ralich. yeah.
0: Yeah, Mark Radulich. Uh He's the one that helps us over at WTM.net. Is that it?
1: No, WTM. W-2-M- WTMnet.com
0: net net.com sorry the w2mnet.com i just put in w2 and it just yeah. pops up on my yeah. browser yeah. so uh, but uh that's also where a lot of our co-podcasters uh, are at you can go out there and check some podcasts stuff like that so check us out and we'll be back here next week now is time for the spoiler play that outro So, like every one that we have with a uh, good old comic books, I did do a little deep dive in some of this stuff. Now, first, let's talk about the the most important okay. part of this movie. Storm the Seahorse has finally come <laughs> to be. I mean, this is like this is like Batman finally having the Batmobile mm-hmm. on freaking TV for the first time. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I'm glad that they took the time, the money, the energy. They added him in there. Of course, everybody has everything from the costumes you can get with the inflatable sea horrors to, you know, seeing uh, the mockery memes from the show from the 1970s is a big part of Aquaman Legion. So I thought that was just awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Black Manta, we all know, is David Kane. He first appeared in Aquaman number 35 in 1967, uh, where Arthur marries Mara, and they have a son named Arthur Jr. Just like in the comics, that's uh, the new outfit that uh, Black Manta is wearing is, shot for shot, the outfit. From the original Black Manta. Oh wow! So in the first one, in the first movie, he was like all padded, and he looked like all like he was wearing armor and stuff like mm-hmm. that. This he was slick, smooth. Why are you getting naked? I'm just taking off my sweater. Sorry, go ahead. That's weird. Uh, if you noticed, Guinness was everywhere because Dud's Jason Momoa's favorite beer. Yeah, so
1: that I was like, I was like, frog placement. <laughs>
0: Yeah, product placement. Well, cause he has his own beer. He has his own uh Guinness.
1: Oh, he does. I didn't there, know that.
0: There's a Momoa Guinness that you can oh. go buy. Oh, my God. <laughs> last last night I was drinking uh the Guinness uh Jameson.
1: Oh wow, okay.
0: Yeah, it's probably why I have a hangover. Because okay. <laughs> I did a few shots of that. It was good <laughs> stuff. Um Randall um Park. Let's see, what am I? Oh, uh first, the Galaxy Broadcast Communications, you see GBC everywhere. That's a major news network that was in the DCEU, like literally when General Zod came and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and Spider-Man, that, that was actually from, so you, that's how you can tell it's all still connected to the DCEU. Uh, Randall Park plays Dr. Steven Shin. Now, this is funny, mm-hmm. because in the comic books, uh, which was, aqua he was uh, in 2011's Aquaman Volume 7, Number 2. In the comic book, he was a good guy that became a bad guy. He was Arthur's buddy.
1: Okay, but in this one, he's a bad guy. In he's this one,
0: guy. he was a bad guy that they turned to a good guy. Yeah. But the same reasoning. Isn't that hilarious? <laughs> like the exact same reasoning that... He he's just obsessed with Atlantis, and he just wants <laughs> to go to Atlantis. Um, or Calcum, the stuff that they're trying to get the the material. In fact, yeah. in many ancient texts, like stories of Atlantis, by plo, pl- like this is original. This is a real thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Or Calcum isn't a real thing <laughs> in mythical history. It's uh, Plato's um, who wrote the stories about Atlantis. Mm-hmm. Many, uh, many, mini, mini, yeah. you know, uh, whenever BC or whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was a substance that he said was only second to gold and that it was only in Atlantis. Only Atlantis has it, but nobody could find Atlantis. So, you know, um, and as you could tell, or a calcum, which is basically a super duper oil, mm. And it was a representation of oil, obviously, with the green smoke and all that stuff, right? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, I like it. Oracle um, in the in the move in the comic books was created by the deserters, the creatures that we see in the desert. Yeah, that go get social mesh. Those guys were the actual originators of the Oracle not the guys who live in the desert. Okay. Yeah, so like so they got the guys are in the movie, mm-hmm. you know, they're like, Oh, there they are. Um boom boom boom. Now the trident that um Black Manta goes to get that that big uh trident that he goes gets is actually supposed to be the same powerfulness of King Atlanta's uh-huh. tried it So if they were to go against each other, they would actually just ping and yeah, fall down, yeah, yeah, yeah. or destroy each other.
1: Yeah, yeah one of the two. Yeah,
0: it would not shatter like he threw it. Yeah. In, <laughs> you know, like he did in a thing, which I thought was cool, great visual. I was, I was thinking book. fucking,
1: I was thinking fucking Robin Hood. <laughs> you know, like-
0: yeah, exactly. Uh Coradox, the bad guy, the big huge villain that mm-hmm. and that's another thing I didn't like about this. It's like if you're making it so Black Manta's getting his revenge, cool. But like five minutes in, it's not Black Black Manta getting his revenge anymore. All of a sudden he's possessed. Yeah. And it's not Black Manta now, it's this demon yeah. guy.
1: What's up with this? It's
0: not even Yeah, it was like, okay, so Black Manta is a secondary villain. A, Again. Yeah. All right. Kordox was uh, introduced in 1990 in an uh, Atlantis Chronicles number four. He was related to King Atleon and like in the movie, but he was part of the Kordox curse, where you get blonde hair and can talk <laughs> to fish.
1: What curse that is,
0: right? <laughs> it's very rare. That's why people thought Aquaman was cursed with it when he had his abilities, but. Um, he was not, of course, unlike the movie Cordox is not the leader of the city of Nykros. That is actually another Aquaman villain named Mongo, uh, who appeared in Aquaman number 35 in, in 1961. Uh, he was a lot like Ocean Master. But mm-hmm. I'm guessing, you know, putting two villains that are exactly the same in two movies. That's like putting Joker and then the next movie you put in um, Toy Man. Yeah. Um, uh, uh Valko, uh, Volca. I'm sorry, Volca, uh, William Defoe's character was only getting. Did you hear that? The he has died, like oh, he yeah. from the plague. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's it. Yeah, yeah.
0: Now, the oldest sidekick in all of Aquaman lore made his screen debut as well, and that's Topa, the octopus oh. that the kept. Yeah, communicating through. A very huge Yeah, he did not appear in an Aquaman comic book first. He appeared in Action Comics. Oh wow! Number two twenty nine in nineteen fifty six. Wow. Okay. So that little like he was everywhere in the. If you go back and look at old Aquaman comic books, that octopus is like fucking everywhere with him back in the mm. day. Uh-huh. Um. The comic they took this story from, or at least it has a good reflection of, is Adventure Comics Volume 1, number 452. In the comic book, Black Manta kidnaps Aquaman's son and make uh makes him and his sidekick, Aqualad, fight to the death to save his son's life. Now, in this they just kind of like flipped Aqualad for Ocean yeah. Master. <laughs> But in the movie where we saw, you know, Ocean Master take place after he was possessed by Coradox, uh He would have then had to kill his brother to save his baby in the planet in the comic. But in the comic, it doesn't matter. He kills the baby anyway. <laughs> Arthur really? Jr. just
1: died. Really? So disney fight this up for us. I get
0: it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. But... That's the way it is, that and that's it, man. There, there wasn't much. They, like I said, uh, I could tell the story was from there. They, they did some great references to the Aquaman uh, of old, you know, putting Storm yeah. and Toga in there and stuff like that. They did some good stuff trying to pay some homage to the Aquaman character. But let's just be honest, again, this was Momoa in the Lost Kingdom.
1: Yeah. Okay, so that's that's it, guys, for this episode. Uh, next week, next Wednesday, we'll be back at 6.30 with Mark Radilich. We'll be talking about our top 10. Top of twenty, yeah, Top 10, five all mentions, and five worst uh, with Mark Radilich. It's is going to be a fun episode. I'm excited for it. I know Neil's excited for it. I know Mark's excited for it. So we're doing this. Um, you can find us online on on We're w2mnet.com. That's W2M number two, M is in com. You'll find us there along with a bunch of other really cool podcasts. We're also uh, on X at MTS Podcast. We're on Instagram at MTS Podcast. We're on Facebook at com slash news on suck podcast. We're on Patreon, com slash news on suck where Don Fire goes. You know, on suck and something new. You'll find our church there along with Suck Neil's made. Um, um, we're also anywhere uh, you, know you find podcasts. You can know find podcasts. Find movies on suck and something new. Neil, what do you do for small businesses? Mm hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, okay. If you have small businesses, then give us that information. Send it right over to us. we would be more than happy to promote you right here on the podcast. There are thousands of listeners or so millions of followers right here at Movies of Suck and Some Do. You, didn't, you ready to get out here? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. That's another episode of Movies of Suck and Some Do. My name's Neil. And I'm Chris. And remember, guys, no matter how high the tide, Remember, you can all find love if you just find the best fit, the best fish that can fit. Have a good night.